welcome to the Freelancing Marketplace Podcast, your freelancing guide to leverage your brand online remotely. And now, here is your host, Grace Luxin. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Freelancing Marketplace Podcast. This show is dedicated to freelancers, marketers, and business owners who desire to leverage their online presence through remote working or freelancing. My name is Grace Luxine. I am the CEO and owner of Surge Digital Agency. It is an FBA business consultancy corporation company. This show is dedicated to freelancers, marketers, and business owners. And we desire that you're going to get avenues and insights and assistance on how you can also start with freelancing or hire freelancers. Today, our discussion is going to be dedicated on how to start freelancing. This is our third episode on getting started with freelancing series. So we're going to be talking about how you can get the right equipment, how you can market your skills, how you can polish your skills, how you can build reputation and create your portfolio and go from there. These are very important avenues in order for you to start freelancing as a beginner, even if you don't have any experience previously, or if you're a complete newbie. Later during the show, I will be discussing the freelancing tip of the week and some key takeaways. So let's get started with how to start freelancing. This is the very basic beginner's guide in order for everybody who may have experience or limited experience or a complete newbie coming into the freelancing world who may be thinking about getting started with freelancing but don't know where to start. What are the setup and how can I make myself hireable and marketable in the marketplace? This guide is for you on how you can start freelancing as a beginner. Number one tip when it comes to starting your freelancing career is getting the right equipment. Of course, you need to be able to have access to computer and internet. That's the number one basic requirement when it comes to your freelancing career because without access to computer and internet, you won't be able to give reliable service to your customers. So it's very important that you have the right equipment. Smartphone apps are limited in features because there are a lot of people who would come to me and ask me, Coach Grace or Miss Grace, can I work as a freelancer even if I have no computers but I have access to the internet, even if I only have my cell phone? And the answer to that is no. Yes, you may be able to get training or listen to podcasts or empower yourself with different learnings, but when it comes to giving excellent jobs and providing excellent freelancing, you need to have the right equipment. This means you need a computer to run softwares that are required for doing work properly and delivering great results. That means also having sustainable internet. It means maybe even have a backup internet. So when your internet access is a little bit challenged, you have a backup internet in order to sustain quality work. You can also get started with a laptop or an old computer as long as it's running smooth and you're able to really deliver the needs on time before the deadline and with quality and excellence. 
Number two, when it comes to how to get started with freelancing is finding a marketable skill. The next and most important step is to find a skill you can offer as a service. When it comes to being a virtual assistant, it's not only going to clients and applying without really a skill that you can deliver. You need to have a skill that you can render when it comes to providing freelancing services to any brand or to any business owner. A skill is very important in order for you to be a freelancer. Now, whatever it may be, the key to winning freelancing is to find a skill that you're good at and has enough demand in the marketplace. So there should be a balance between really being familiar with the things that you're doing and it needs to also be in demand. There are a lot of freelancers who are struggling when it comes to how can they be paid more and they may have skills that they can start with. However, there's no marketability in that certain skill. That's why for number two, I really specified it that it needs to be marketable. It needs to really be in demand. It needs to be on demand when it comes to the client's needs in order for you to be sustained long-term as a freelancer. And if you're an expert on that skill, you can demand higher hourly rates or higher salary. So a marketable skill is really important in order for you to get started. How can you go ahead and get marketable skills? Number one, you can train yourself. There are a lot of resources. May it be in Google or in YouTube. You can go visit our Surge Digital Agency, our FBA Business Consultancy, YouTube channels, our Facebook pages, our blogs. There are a lot of other resources when it comes to learning the skills that are marketable. However, if you need to be guided when it comes to getting a marketable skill and it's going to be based on a curriculum, there's somebody assisting you, there are portfolios that you can submit and it will be work samples later on to clients, go and get trained by an agency or by an online freelancing academy. This is the beauty that we're providing when it comes to those who would like to work as a freelancer or a virtual assistant in the Surge Digital Agency because we provide training from scratch to success. And with that training comes portfolios that they're going to create and a coach or a trainer will provide personalized feedback. And then you can also learn with your learning groups, with your classmates, with your freelancing FBA family community. There are also other freelancers who might be helping you. It's a beautiful freelancing community. So that's the beauty that you can get when you are into a paid course or a paid academy. Other academies are also providing, you know, not just guidance, but really opportunities. Like, for example, for Search Digital Agency, there's even an after-course opportunity waiting for you, like free apprenticeships, in-house hiring. There are also referrals to other hiring agencies. There are also avenues where you can earn in-depth courses and other courses, even be a part of the affiliate marketing, a part of the trainers or the coaches or become a franchisee. There's a lot of avenues where you can go forward, but it starts with a marketable skill. Now, again, the two avenues where you can get the skill is doing it alone. There are a lot of resources everywhere in the internet. Thank God we're in the information age and data is really all over the place. And number two is going and enrolling into a paid training. 
Number three, you need to polish up your skills. Once you find a marketable skill, you should make sure that you can offer it as a service and need to be really good at it. So when you are giving your service, you can be paid high as well. You need to learn the basics, but work into the process as well that you become an expert. You need to polish it. Don't just start and be stuck with the basics. You need to be able to build your authority and your expertise. You need to keep polishing your skills. It may be with different apprenticeships. It may be with your friend's website or opportunities around you. There might be a friend's page that needs optimization. There might be graphic design needs in one of your friend's business. Whatever your chosen skill or your chosen niche is, you need to polish that. You need to become an expert when it comes to that certain freelancing skill. Taking online courses is one of the most effective ways to properly learn and polish up the skill because while you are learning, you are also applying and you may have other avenues to polish it when it comes to opportunities around you. Also know that developing a skill from scratch to success takes time. So be patient and keep learning. Keep practicing. It could take you weeks, months, or years. Just focus on it. And before you know it, you're already an expert and you're already building authority in that certain expertise that you will become the go-to person when they are in need of that certain ability or that certain niche or that certain freelancing skill. Before I'm going to move forward into steps number four and number five, allow me to share a personal experience because, of course, that's something that I would like to do here in our podcast episodes. I'd like to make myself available to you for you to learn and to really gain insight so you can do better in your freelancing journey. Now, when it comes to polishing skills, I don't know if you're familiar with this, if you probably are a part of the freelancing community and network and you have been following me on social media sites, you may have noticed this. The issue is I'm not actually that confident in being in videos or in audios or speaking in large crowds online. I have a few experiences years before when I was still single in being in front of the crowd because, of course, I have been in the mission field. I'm a teacher by profession, but that's about it. It's like talking to a limited number of people. Probably the biggest number of people in one setting is probably 500. But it's not something like this. Like anybody can be listening right now all over the world. You may be listening from the Philippines, from Pakistan, from United States, from different continents around the world. Let me know, by the way, where you're at. Comment in the comment section or let me know personal message me, find me in Facebook or in different social media sites. Go look for Grace Loxin or Julmar Grace Loxin. Get connected with me and let me know how I can help you because I would like to encourage you that going back to our story, I don't have any confidence at all when it comes to talking to a larger crowd just like this. And it took me years. And when I started, probably way back 2018, 2017, I was just comfortable with doing it to a small crowd, you know, doing live coaching sessions to my freelancing course students. And, and back then, 
I was comfortable with that. You know, just a small crowd, maybe 30 people, 50 people, 100 people, our highest was around 300 people. And it was just a group of people in that GoToWebinar link. So it was very limited. I did not really venture into video marketing, podcasting until 2019 because it took me two years to be confident enough to make myself available to a larger crowd, like all over the Philippines, all over the world. And in doing that, it did not happen overnight. There's no shortcut to success. And I had to get a lot of confidence built in. I had to get a lot of feedback from my husband because he's a VJ slash DJ in the past. I had to learn how to communicate properly. I had to practice in the mirror on how I'm going to talk, go from one situation to the other. I even needed to have braces and make myself a little bit comfortable when it comes to the video because... When I started, you can look at the videos that I had in the past. Both of my front teeth were like in an examination okay, situation. It's like one seat apart. So I wasn't really that confident because I feel like I looked awful and I had the accent. I wasn't that confident in doing videos because I looked ugly to me. And I felt like I had a really thick, Bisaya or Filipino accent. So my English was like all over the place. But you know what? I just did it and did it and did it again. And the more I'm doing it, I was polishing it. The more I'm doing it, I'm getting feedback. The more I'm doing it, I look at the video again and know and identify what are the things that I need to improve. I need to improve my audio. I need to improve my framing. I need to improve my lights. I need to invest in my video. I need to invest in a nice phone. I need to be clear when it comes to my organization of thoughts. I was able to improve myself over months and years maybe because I was really dedicated and committed to polishing up skills. And look where it got me. You might be listening right now and you may feel like, wow, she's just like this confident woman who's going to take all over the world. You don't know that I came from a really small town in Surigao del Sur, feeling so inferior with myself. And I did not even imagine that I will get here. But here I am. And and I'm sharing that with you because I want you to be confident that wherever you're at right now, you can dream as big of a dream. Go big, as big of like the sun, because when you fall, at least you would reach the stars and the moon. So go and dream big, but don't forget to polish your skills and work yourself in the same process that I did, even if it's not perfect, even if I would look ugly to me. Even if I feel like I'm not good enough, even if I would have like different comments from my husband, do this and do that, let's improve this. I still went through and polished my skills. And again, it brought me to where I am now that I can go ahead and not gain influence or anything, but have the opportunity to impact lives through what I'm doing. So it's all about the impact. It's all about empowering. So Think of the ways you can also change the world through what you're able to polish as a skill. It might be your client. It might be the client's business. It might be your family. It might be your community. As long as you are dedicated and committed in polishing up your skill, you're going to reach the stars and realize your dreams.
Here is your freelancing tip of the week. For our freelancing tip of the week, I would like to invite you to think of high-paying skills in order to realize time freedom. Yes, freelancing tip of the week, go for high-paying skills because that's your key in realizing time freedom. Time freedom is, again, the highest currency right now because it's something money can't buy. You may be the richest person in the world, but if you don't have inner peace and you don't own your time you're still bound and somehow slave to work. Time freedom is the ability to just enjoy life. It may be that you're earning big or earning just average, but you own your time and you have the ability to spend it the best way possible. So with your high-paying skills, you can actually lower down your weekly limit and still be achieving high monthly income. So for example, instead of like being paid $3, $4, $5 per hour, and you're working 60 hours per week, you can achieve the same amount of salary or income at the end of the month if you are paid $20 per hour, if you are paid at least $10 per hour, and you can lower your weekly hours or your weekly limit to probably just 20 hours per week or 25 hours per week. That way, you can still venture on the beauty of life, spend quality time with your family, and pursue the passions in your heart. So go for high-paying skills and enjoy time freedom. Going back to our discussion on how to start freelancing, the step number four is building your reputation. Being able to prove your skills and work will determine whether you be a successful freelancer or not. It doesn't matter if you have a college degree or years of experience, but if you can prove to any client, any business, any brand that you are skilled in what you do, nobody will hire you. Probably you will just jump from one new client to the other because you don't have a reputation. It's always restarting and starting and starting and starting all over again. It's not going to be long-term. This is why you need to build a reputation. You can do some free work at first, or you can reach out to blogs that will accept guest post. If you're a blogger, you can do some concept design for free. Whatever it is that you have chosen as a niche or as a service that you're going to render to your clients, get that experience and build that reputation. And one avenue in order for you to do that is our step number five, which is creating a portfolio. When you are starting to build your reputation, be sure that you're creating a portfolio that will bring all of your published and live work in one place. A portfolio can be a website. I would highly recommend that you would do it on a website or a web page. And it's just all in one link. Maybe it's just going to be www.surgedigital.agency. And when people will check on that website, all of your showcase, all of who you are and your experiences and your certifications and the services and the niches and Basically, you know, your life work as a freelancer is showcased in that certain website or web page. When you're reaching out to a client, you can simply give the link to your portfolio and they can check out your skills and other information. So make sure that when you have that web page or website as a basis for your portfolio, it's going to be client friendly and it's going to just spell one thing, excellence. 
that would be all for this week when it comes to how to get started with freelancing. But guess what? There's a part two for this episode, which we will be discussing five more steps in getting started with freelancing. So watch out for the second part of how to start freelancing. And that will be on episode number four. For this week's key takeaways, again, there's no shortcut to success, but I hope that these three avenues will help you become more successful as you start freelancing. Number one is visibility. Number two is relevance. And number three is consistency. Make sure that you are visible. Everybody's seeing and knowing who you are and the services that you're providing. It needs to also be relevant. You need to be relevant into your marketplace so you can be on demand. You need to be relevant with the content that you're providing. You need to be relevant with your partnerships. And number three, be consistent. No matter what it takes, don't be posting or doing something this week and then you disappear completely and then you stop whatever it is that you're doing. When it comes to the things that we mentioned earlier from steps one to five, all of a sudden, just make sure that you stay consistent, even if it's just an inch a day, as long as you're progressing. So you can focus on progress and not perfection. So key takeaways this week, be visible, be relevant, and be consistent. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode number three for our freelancing marketplace podcast. Again, in getting started as a freelancer, the first steps one to five in order for you to achieve your freelancing career is getting the right equipment. Step two is finding a marketable skill. Number three, polishing your skills. Number four, building your reputation. And number five, creating a portfolio. We will be discussing how to start freelancing steps six to 10 on the next episode. So go ahead and invite everybody. Go ahead and stay tuned on the final part of the how to start freelancing. This is again a series on getting started with freelancing. Allow me to thank you for listening for the first few episodes that we have. Thank you so much for being the first few listeners and making us already rank in a lot of podcast platforms. Go ahead and become a part of the history that we are creating here in the freelancing or remote working avenue in this podcast and invite your friends, rate us, go ahead and even connect with us. We are on social media at Surge Digital Agency. You can also go ahead and check us via YouTube and Facebook. The tips there are all free and the guides are also free. You can connect with me personally as well. Go and follow me via Grace Luxine or facebook.com slash Luxine. I hope to see you guys on our next episode, which is the second part on how to start freelancing. Until then, goodbye for now and I will see you again on the next episode. The Freelancing Marketplace Podcast is a production of Surge Digital Agency.